welcome people football lovers around the world this is a new segment on footy wheat podcast called football gist with his anthony my name is his anthony like you all know me and we have a debutant on the show today so what i'm targeting in this segment is kind of like targeting professionals professionals in the sense of not football professionals but professionals in other fields like engineers scientists um doctors software engineers software developers all sort of professionals you name it that is what i'm targeting on this segment because i discovered that most of them they love football they have a story that has to do with football they one way or the other they found themselves you know themselves rather you know talking about football watching football most of them they have a team they support be it in england spain italy or even the nigerian league but i observed or i noticed that they don't have that opportunity to air to air their opinion when it comes to you know talking about football the only place they could talk about it is probably in their offices or among friends when they hang out in bars and all that but coming out to a platform where they can give their own analysis air their own opinion is something that is kind of like difficult but on footy week we're giving them the opportunity to do that and that's why we have this segment called football gist with his anthony so i have a debutant like i mentioned earlier his name is tijani and he's an HR specialist, human resource specialist, a recruiter, by the way. So I'll allow Tijani to you know introduce himself on the show. Hi, what's up? How you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. Hi, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. So there's a lot of topics we'll be discussing today, actually. Starting with Ronaldo's topic, we all know he has gone back to United, gone back to his first love. But before we go into, before we dive into into the topic, I would like Tijeni to share with us his football story. How did he come about loving or supporting or talking about football? Um, it started while I was in primary school. Back then, I was just into the whole national team stuff and the like. But then, with time, I just started developing love because of, I come from a home where everyone loves sports. Honestly, my dad is a diehard fan. Mm. So, <laughs> like, he's a diehard fan of Nigeria, actually. So, all the stories of back then, when they were talking about Nigeria, doing their glory deeds and everything, it just brought the love in me. And then again, growing up as a kid with my friends who play ball on the street and stuff like that. So, when I would say I finally got into club football, was uh, the year um, Arsenal went to the Champions League final that year and back out on fire, Arsenal went on fire with Henry and everybody and I was like, damn, I need to, to pick a club and I was like, if I'm going to go into this stuff, whichever team that wins the Champions League final is who I'm going to support. And didn't tell in my heart, I wanted it to be Arsenal, honestly speaking, because I actually loved it. But unluckily, Paka is the Champions League and I just fell in love like, oh no, I guess this is my team. So I started out as a Baka fan before drifting to Chelsea mm, because of my interesting. love. Interesting. Yeah, just that was, was my love and he like changed my whole perception and I was also a striker so back then I saw him as a mentor, like the style of play and everything. 
Hmm, interesting. From Barcelona, being a Barcelona fan, all the way you drifted to being a Chelsea fan. I understand there's always an Arsenal story in the mix of any supporter of football <laughs> in Nigeria. There's always an Arsenal that has to do with it. But it's good that you found your way to Chelsea and not Arsenal. Because right now, Arsenal fans are, are really, really, you know, getting mocked, getting memed day after day, week after week, month after month. Like for me, I'm an Arsenal fan. There's no denying. Everybody that is following us on Footy Week, they know I'm an Arsenal fan. And I get a whole lot of stick from my boss every Monday. You know, you going to work every Monday and Arsenal, you know, like the last week when they got thumped by Manchester City. I knew Monday was going to be hell for me because my boss was going to make it make life miserable for me. And so now, do you know the most surprising thing of all? He's an Arsenal fan himself. So he keeps saying, wow. he keeps saying, Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. When would you guys win? When would you guys win the trophy? And you know, he just, he just gives me a lot of stick. But it's all good for you that you found yourself you know, supporting Chelsea. Chelsea right now, they're the pride of London. Looking at the stats, looking at the title they've won in the past 10 years, you could say, yes, arguably, they're the, they're the, they are the pride of London. Not Chelsea, not Arsenal, they not Tottenham. They're the most successful club in England for the past decade, actually. Yeah, but if we're to put in perspective, looking at years football started, the most successful is Liverpool. Followed by Manchester United, yeah. then followed by Arsenal. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the order: well, Liverpool, saying, Manchester I, United, Arsenal. But yes, you, you're correct. Right. Mm, yeah, for the past ten years, Chelsea are the yeah. most successful club in England and also in London. So at times I try not to argue when those Chelsea fans come at me. There's a crazy Chelsea fan we have on Footwit. We have in footy with rather his name is Chimamaka. He's a crazy Chelsea fan. I hope one of these days you guys will woke up and have. There's this other thing we do also on footy with. We have a um, a club fan corner. So what we targeted just three of the clubs, three of the most popular clubs: Arsenal, Chelsea, and Manchester United. I think the Manchester United guys will be having their fan corner episode today by seven o'clock so you guys can check that out on our youtube channel where they just talk everything manchester united the chelsea guys as well talk about everything chelsea while they ask now take everything talk about everything arsenal so probably one of these days chimamaka is the host of that part probably could just hook you up and you know invite you over so you guys can talk everything chelsea i think something you really you you see another chelsea fan that is crazy about Chelsea. Do you know the guy who watches Chelsea ladies? Wow, 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 <laughs> wow. Nah, I'm joking. This Chimamaka of a guy, he watches Chelsea ladies. He watches the under 17. He watches the under 21. And I'm like, guy, what the heck? He's a real fan. A real fan. So it's good for you shared, you, shared, you shared the story of that. I think everybody had that story where, like for me, I pick up football from my dad. My dad, too, is a crazy football fan. So I picked it up from him. So did you play football at any level? Locally? Yeah, I did. Amateur? Mm-hmm. Professional? Yeah, I'm amateur. 
Like based on street stuff and hall. And okay. then we develop again I played for a church also. Oh okay. Back then when I was I played for a church also. So we played this entire church competition. Although I'm a Muslim, but because of the church now community and they were like, okay, why don't you come and join the team and so I just joined the club team and the church team. We played we play for different we play different competitions with other churches yearly. Like that's a cra- cup tournament. That's the crazy thing about football. Football don't know if you're a Christian or a Muslim or a pagan. Yeah, it brings it brings everybody together. It brings everybody yeah, together. Yeah, so real. So moving on straight. You know, Ronaldo to United. We all saw nobody saw that coming. Because mm, yeah, that's m- most of the news we heard then was Man City. Man City was at the at the forefront of picking Ronaldo. And all of a sudden, few hours into the day, we saw the story changing. We saw Ole his press conference where he was really, you know, hyping up Ronaldo. And his comments in that press conference before the game against Wolves, you know, made everybody to think, is this deal gonna pull through for Manchester United? Is he going to sign for Manchester United? Is he not going to sign for Manchester City? And voila, we saw him, you know, agreeing to join Manchester United. And we saw agent Sir Alex Ferguson working. He had a hand in that deal. Most Manchester United fans don't want to agree with me, but I am so sure Sir Alex Ferguson had a hand in that deal. He played his agent role well. He played, he played, he played the angel agent's role very, very well. He played it so well, so so well. So, what do you have to say about Ronaldo to United? Honestly, it is not even I expected. I was, I was actually looking forward to seeing him in Man City, honestly speaking, because mm. I believe that was where it was going to be more successful because of the team. Manchester City is a team built on the midfield. Like they have good, very, very good, top-notch midfielders. And that was the team I saw that yes, even Ronaldo went to, he was going to bargain the goals where he could actually contend for the Ballon d'Or. In my mind, honestly, I doubt that. Like the only or the most creative player there is Bruno. Over uh, it's arrogant. Is it going to make him do so much there? Honestly speaking. So, honestly, I wouldn't lie. I think so, man, so Manchester United fans will come for you there with that analysis you just made. I'm just, I'm just being factual for real. I'm just being factual. But um, yeah, it's a dream. It's a dream come true for a lot of for a lot of United fans. Ronaldo at 36, going to 37, and it seems to be the signing of the window for Manchester United. I think is is signing or subbed that of Jordan Sancho and also Veran from Madrid because yeah. Ole has Ole has been in the Elm of Affairs for two and a half seasons now and um he has not been able to win any trophy for Manchester United. The the best he oh, has taken Manchester United towards the Europa League final last season, which is a loss to Villarreal. But do you see this as an impetus to help Ole win trophy, Ronaldo joining United? 
honestly, I still don't see uh, United winning a trophy this season. And the fact is, because of the coach, honestly, only is not a coach that is wired to win trophies. There are certain coaches like that. They are good, quite all right. But when it comes to making certain key decisions, they lack that. And only a coach like that. Wow. But for me, I feel looking at Ole's um, reign at Manchester United when he took over um, the special one in Jose Mourinho, you could see the projection. The first season, semi-final Champions League, semi-final Carabao Cup, semi-final FA Cup. Last season, the same thing. I think it was in the semi-final of two competitions. No, it wasn't once. He crashed yeah. out of semi-final in one competition. I can't remember the competition. And also got into the Europa League. Europa League final. So this season, this signings could be the last jigsaw that will solve his puzzle. Who knows? Anything could happen. I know you're not having a TJ, but I'm just trying to see how I can convince you. No problem. We'll see. We'll see that. We'll see that started. So we'll see what happens. What pops. So, in your own opinion, you don't see Ronaldo going to United, helping helping this guy out? Really? Okay, if I'm being honest, and okay, I'm trying to be fair. I'm not, mm-hmm. Let me not say honest, because I'm honest. When I say the initial is honest. But if I'm being fair, okay, let me just give them something. I would say probably they might quit the FA Cup. Probably. Okay. Because well, that's, that's the most realistic title they can win. But aside that, nah, I don't see them changing anything. So just another, another, like I said, I don't want this to be like an analysis thing. I just want it to be like a, you know, a gist, football gist, you know. Um, Ronaldo coming into United, we already saw um, the, what's his name? The Welsh guy, I've forgotten his name. The, the number James? 20, James, yeah. We're already seeing him, you know, being shipped out, moved on to Leeds. What does Ronaldo yeah. does it come does it bring an unbalance into that team? Looking at the front line, you have Marshall, you have um Rashford, and you have Mason Greenwood. Ronaldo definitely is starting. Whether Ole likes it or not. Cavani, Cavani as well. So and yeah. you're signing a 36-year-old for a two-year deal. So by then he'll be 39 at the end of his at the end of his deal, you will be 39. You have a Marshall, you have a Rashford. I think Marshall is in the last year of his contract, if I'm mistaken. Cavani is in the last year of his contract as well. Rashford, I don't know. I don't have any information on that. How, is this a big task for Holy to be able to bring a balance to the United frontman or frontline rather? Yeah, I feel so. I feel there's going to be a balance. It's going to make everything work because normally he plays based on, how would I say, it's sentimental in some of the selections. Because mm-hmm. for a fact that uh, you would play things over Lingard, that's not something that I would say <laughs> a coach is like something. It's just a new trick. So I believe, based on how things are going, I believe it's changing perspective, so oh, something good will come up. It will be a balance. Yeah, but TJ doesn't see, he doesn't see Ole winning any trophy. He doesn't see his own perspective though, not mine. He doesn't see Ronaldo coming into United, helping Ole to win trophies. 
he doesn't see that he doesn't want to have that so let's move on to barcelona we all know what happened barcelona we all know the elephant that left the room <laughs> yeah yeah we, we know the elephant that left the room so what's what you take do you think barcelona barcelona can survive without messi Hundred percent. I'm being real. I'm being serious, and I've been telling so many people this that Barca is going to contend for the title this season. But everyone is just like, nah, nah. But I'm being serious. They are going to contend for the title this season. We have so? firepower. You think yeah. so? But I'm even rooting for them. You're rooting for Barcelona to clinch the league. That's just the thing about football. All you suspect, they all expect it. Yeah, but when you look at it in this way, Messi has been in that team for over 15 years, if I'm not mistaken. And the whole team, in terms of structure, has been built around Messi. Most managers, I can, I think the managers that would have managed Barcelona ever since Messi had joined the senior team will be more than five managers, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. They, they will be more than five managers. And you could see the... The, the prototype, yeah. the blueprint is the Barcelona team should be built around Messi. And even when Coleman joined them last season, you could still see the instruction out there. Build this team around Messi. Regardless of the contract situation that is going on behind the scene, you must build the team in such a way that they play around Messi. Is this a big tax, task rather for Coleman to be able to push Barcelona to that level without Messi. Because for me, I think it's going to be difficult when all these years he's been around this person and all of a sudden you want to make that change. It might not work. But do you think it's a big task for Coleman? No, I don't see that way. Because honestly, this is one transfer I believe he has been pushing for. In deep down, if you should check Coleman's hand, I'm sure he wanted mm. Messi to go. <laughs> because of that's the truth. No coach just wants some coaches actually are like that. Like they want to be the team around one, one particular player. But that's yeah. football back then. It doesn't work now. You need diversity. You need something different. You can't say um the only person that has to score. You have to be the only person you should be giving the ball to. You have to be the only person who nah. It doesn't work that way anymore. Back then, yes, but now, no. So you need diversity. And now when you have various options, you have various players, everyone wants to be their best. Everyone wants to be the next Messi. Everyone wants to be the next Messiah. So they're going to definitely step up their game. They're definitely going to be top notch on point. They want to prove something like that. They actually can do this without Messi. So I see them going far. I see them probably changing the league. I see them fighting. I see them. I see them being a very, very strong competitor this season locally. I wouldn't Look. say Europe too, but okay. locally, yes. So you think it's not a big task for Ronald Koeman in re, in restructuring, no, building the club to to that level where they need to be. You know, the reason I'm saying that is you we could see example Manchester United. Example another example well, is that an Arsenal. You know, we had both teams, these two teams, they had two, they had something peculiar in common. Managers being there over 15 years. We saw when Sir Alex Ferguson, you know, decided to resign. 
Now Manchester yeah. United have had over they've had like three managers. They've had um they started with Moyes at West Ham now, took with Gullit in, brought in you Jose Mourinho, and now they have Oligon Sosha. So that's four managers after Sir Alex Ferguson left. Manchester United is still on that struggling part. Even while I said Ronaldo coming in could help them win trophies, you are not seeing it that way. So we could see in terms of the winning trophies that they've been used to, it's still kind of like shaky. Arsenal on that part, we all know the story. Ever since Wenger left, it's been kind of like down, downward spiral. Even despite what they're trying to build, they claim... Yes, it's even worse before he left. Like the last days of... Not even the last days of Arsene Wenger. They won FA Cups. I think they still won a trophy. He won... Yeah, f- I think I won a FA Cup also, So we just can't use that definitely. Yeah, so... You know, it, it's... It's it's going to be very... You know, well, I mean, you, were, you were saying... You were saying Barcelona will not have that issue. They will, they will do well locally. But I'm saying... I'm of the opinion it's going to be very, very difficult for them to rebuild life after Messi will be very very difficult well I'm not saying it that way honestly <laughs> it's just a real fact honestly I'm not saying it that way Coleman is actually a good coach I would mm. say he, he has his own issues with mm-hmm. the issue of pianist um he, he has his own issues I don't know why he lets players like that mm-hmm. uh, using people that are even but then he has his business, he has his choices, and mm-hmm. he's a top coach, world class coach. He has yeah, experienced. So, yeah, experience. Yeah. So I think that for a person who wants to do this, he knows what he wants, he knows what he's going for. He's not that mm-hmm. he just title the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. So definitely, the players he signed are players he wants, players that he knows they can deliver for him. Mm. Okay. So. I think he's going his way. Barcelona. And Barcelona. This season. Well, it's just two games into the season, two or three games into the season. Can you judge with that? Do something. Atletico were pressing um Atletico Diva were pressing them, they actually mm. tried. They pulled off, they came back, they go down and they had a fighting stage. So, something. so TJ's opinion Barcelona is going to sojourn despite Messi leaving so life after Messi will be good for Barcelona in TJ's opinion nice one, lovely yeah. but uh, moving on no yeah moving on to this guy whatever is, is wrong with Mbappe what's happening Mbappe Real Madrid, there's this kind of show of love between both teams and I saw something earlier today and I would like to share that with you it was just a question and the person asked, I think I saw it on Twitter and the person asked who is crazier between these two parties, Madrid you know being offered 200 million Madrid offering 200 million euros for a player they can get for free nest bunt or PSG rejecting the amount of money despite Mbappe not extending his deal for now. 
cool squeeze you between these two. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I can't answer that question. It's so, it's so confusing. But then, you know, football things change quickly. I think mm-hmm. they True. are confident that they are going to participate in the fine. So that's why. I think they are confident. Because no one wants to lose. You sign the player for, I guess, 180 million euros. And yeah. then you just want to lose him like that. Ah, no, 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 no. No one wants bad business. Irrespective of how wealthy the team is, no one wants bad business. So I believe they have a card or two up their sleeves that they feel they can play and it will be in favor of them. Who is that? Real Madrid, you mean? Oh, PSG. PSG. But, but yeah, like you said, nothing is certain because by December, Mbappe turns to be a, turns to be a free agent, and he can yes. have discussions oh, with, with any yes. club outside outside the French league. And we could see Real yes. Madrid being desperate. I'll call it desperate because they really want to sign Mbappe. I think at the time I heard Mbappe giving in a, um, a transfer request. I don't know what happened. I don't know how that went out. But on the final day of the deadline, we saw. Real Madrid rejecting 200 million pounds euros for we saw sorry we saw PSG rejecting that amount of money and we saw Real Madrid bringing this money in so the question my next question is Real Madrid claim they are broke we saw Barcelona Real Madrid lashing out their financial statements saying they are broke so why are they seeing this money for Mbappe 200 million euros I'm not, a I'm not a financial agent here. I'm not, I'm not I an can't, FBI. I can't even explain what's going on in Chelsea's app. As of April this year, he made a statement saying um, that Madrid can't sign player like Mbappe because of the Super League is in play, because yeah. of so many teams just trying to sell the Super League and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. the Super League isn't in play, and then you still were able to drop a beat for this player, Abba. Mm. Who are they winding now? It's not, it's not going to be like that, definitely. So I honestly can't say what's going on in that team's head. I was shocked too when well, they we, were coming out for the time. Well, we heard Perez saying a few weeks back that they had a special fund that they had to set money aside called Project Mbappe, and that's where the source of money. Is coming from and i'm like okay so why did you so so why did you come out earlier to say you guys are broke in terms of your financial statement you know it's it's so it's so crazy when you hear this thing but i think mbappe really wants to go to madrid i think he wants to go to madrid yeah he wants to the team where he can be the top dog and he feels madrid is the place but don't you think he is running too fast uh, or too fast ahead of his shadow because we saw his performance at the Euros. He didn't score a goal at the Euros. His performance was bad. So why don't you want to be in a team where you could own your skills around... I honestly... Sorry? No, I'm just saying that. Why the rush? Mbappe, is, is it 21 yet? So if my start serves me right, is it 21 or over uh, 21 yet? Uh, I think it's 21 or over. I don't think okay. one is 21. So why, why don't you just want to stay in a team 
that is just stay around stay in that psg team that have the likes of mercy that has neymar that has di maria they have a whole lot of experience even sajiramos just joined so why don't you want to stay around this team on your skill you know go do the best you can do for the team and improve on yourself rather than just wanting to run over to madrid because i don't see mbappe as that kind of player that has the shoulders to carry a team do you reckon with me I, I, that's what i wanted to say earlier honestly i don't want to make any comments on Mbappe because of, as a last week i was with a couple of guys and we we're discussing and then someone brought the whole name of Mbappe and I was like, nah, that guy just doesn't really cut it to a certain level. For me, and they were like, no, why am I saying that stuff like that? So I'm trying to watch why he in regards to Mbappe, so people will come from my head. <laughs> but, but, but the thing is, your opinion is your opinion. But, and we could, we could for me, I, I, I share that your sentiment. And I can back it up with his recent performance at the Euros. He couldn't. He couldn't do anything for France. He couldn't. I even made a statement like last two seasons when they went for the Champions League final. Although he was among the players that carried them to the final, but then in the final, he completely he, lost. He crumbled. Two years yeah. should have He should have it. And then I just say that okay, if you can carry a team from scratch taking them to where it matters the most and mm -hmm. then you just go completely off grid then what's not the purpose mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. True. True. No this is kai havert of last season he really didn't get the ground broken when he started but mm -hmm. what he did in the championship final he still talked about six to three yeah so that's just the thing where it matters the most if you step up that's where you're going to get recognized not that you carried us from here to there and you didn't do anything when it matters most. Where it matters most, really, where it matters most. With that, we're switching to this guy, Pochentino. Where it matters most. <laughs> he was brought in, it was brought into PSG for one reason. Like I tell people, the reason a manager is being signed is to win trophies regardless of whatever yeah. you do if you like like i keep telling my manchester united friends yes Ole has breaking the record of arsenal going on away games without losing through the span of three seasons he has been there or two seasons but the bottom line is he still hasn't won a trophy and that is going to come back to hunt him whether he likes it or not like we just analyzed earlier is um Ronaldo coming into United is gonna help Ole win the trophy? So on this guy, Pochentino. He joined them last season, taking over Tuchel, right? Toko rather. And PSG went the whole season without winning the league. They lost the league to Leo. And now this season he has been, you know, he has been helped financially signing players bringing in players experienced players the likes of Messi, the likes of ramos the likes of donnarumma he has a big squad right now so what do you i just want to ask this what defines success for pochentino 
winning the UCL or League One? Winning the UCL with gas firepower. Nah, nah, nah. The league in court is winning the UCL. Hmm. The league in court is. I can't have such a team. I you are giving me. The... Ah. No, 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 but, no, 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 no. But the point still is, if it goes ahead to win the UCL, and you don't conquer your lookout terrain. It's still a failure because you know why I'm saying this. PSG, what? they've won the league how many times? It's not new to them. Yeah. It's not new, yes. Even they did that without an outstanding manager, without due respect to the previous managers they had before. They did that with with, with managers that are not outstanding. But Poch, yes, you know, you still hasn't cut it out in terms of your number of years with Espanyol, oh, your number of years yeah, with Tottenham. Because Emery, Emery is an outstanding manager, honestly speaking. I wouldn't say that because of, this is someone that has been keeping the Europa for years before coming there. So, Emery is an outstanding manager. Yeah, but he struggled when he came to the EPL. He did struggle. Because of the team, when <laughs> was the more offensive. But if he was the better team ever, he would have succeeded. Even West Ham would have been, but sorry, no offense again. But West Ham would have, he would have done more with West Ham compared to what he did after. Oh, oh, okay, so are you saying if Poch, Pochentino <laughs> goes ahead to win the UCL, UEFA Champions League, and not win the League One, is success? Yes, to me, it's success. Even to the president of PSG, it's success. Yeah, okay, we understand. Undoubt- undoubtedly, we understand that Champions League seems to be the holy grail for PSG. Yeah. It, that is just what they want to win. They, I think they're in, they're in they the same... Mark one one yeah. of the reasons why they fell in party because of they want to see this mad combo. They want to see this combo and keep it okay. They don't want excuses that this is why we didn't win they want everything that's going to make them maybe. well for me I would I would say winning both define success for Pochentino winning both yeah, but Champions two, League one, and League One, one, one if he fails if he fails well if he fails in winning both for me personally it doesn't define a successful season for him. But if TJ being my guest says if he wins the Champions League, it's success. So if he goes ahead to win the League One, what's that? Winning the League One alone? Yep. You feel woofy. <laughs> I like that. I like that. But for me, Looking at the number of transfers that's coming this summer, both. It has no choice. It has to conquer both. The UCL and the League One. That has to but be... But if you to bring preference over the other, I will say even the UCL defines the success. Honestly. Yeah, true. True. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Yep. You want to say something? Even... I want to say, okay, in, um, in the case of Arsenal now, 
let's say Arsenal don't want the league, I don't know how many years, and they never won the Champions League before. And just giving Arteta the firepower I need and everything, and then he clinches the Champions League. What would you call success for him? If the rules are reversed, what Arteta, uh, what Poch has in Man City is what Arteta has now. What would you define as success for him? Well, oh, yeah, Arsenal won the league last 2004 as 17 years ago Arsenal has never won the Champions League yeah I think Champions League Champions League yeah true Champions League if he gets to qualify for Champions League and he goes ahead to win the Champions League that's success man success And, and just to add to this did you know that PSG it's one of the teams in French League that hasn't won the Champions League. Olympique Marseille has done that. I think Olympique Marseille is the only team that has won the Champions League in the French yeah. League. So that's true. It's it's it, it will. It will. Yeah, yeah, true. True, man. True. TJ well, said that. I could because I'm having doubt. You pray he does what? Champions League or League okay. One? Yeah, I pray Champions League. But I'm Champions. Down. I think they and Man City, they are in the same both. Man City, Champions League seems to be the holy grail for Guardiola and the yeah. owners of Manchester City. Same is happening to PSG as well. So, you know, it's... And, you know, what would now make it interesting is seeing a Man City-PSG final. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. I know, I know. As a Chelsea I, fan, I you would agree. <laughs> you would agree to that. <laughs> I know you would agree to that. I hope. I wouldn't agree. I wouldn't agree at all. The only team I want to see in the final is Chelsea or any other team. Yeah, shows you a Chelsea fan. But before we round off, it's it's been interesting having this having this football gist with you, TJ smart recruiter it is an hr human resource specialist so in case you want to hit him out you want to have any issues with your cv writing your cvs you want someone to hook you up in getting a job you could just hook up with tj he's the best man to do that (laughs) but it's good having you on the football gist with his anthony but before you go quick one just a little bit of riddle here so if you have the opportunity to pick between Varane and Christensen as the best defender. Who do you pick? Uh, I wouldn't lie. Let me let sentiment aside. I would say Varane because of his, let me say in CV, pick a lot. Mm-hmm. He's won a lot of titles. Uh, this is a World Cup winner, so I would say Varane. Hmm. Cool. Okay, between what's this guy's name? This monster is this new signing, Grillish. Grillish and Lukaku. Who's the best signing? Uh it's obvious now. It's obvious, it's obvious. It's Lukaku definitely. Lukaku goes into that rank as the best signing. Yeah. Hmm. Tuko. And Gadiola, who's the best manager? It's definitely Tuchel. Mm. 
this is me being sentimental because of this word I'm going to be sentimental. I'm not honestly honestly I'm not a pet fan. I'm not a pet fan. So it's going to definitely be my coach. I'm not a pet fan. It's understandable. <laughs> It's understandable. It's nice doing this with you, TJ. Thank you so much for being on this episode. Football Gist with Ahis Anthony. For, um, we're going to share this um, episode. We're going to put it up on our platforms, on our YouTube channel, and also on our platforms, podcast platforms, um, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. So you can either watch the video on youtube or you can just listen to the audio version of this episode would enjoin you to like us on our youtube on our yeah on our youtube channel i think we have 62 subscribers damn we need to grow that channel you can follow up follow us on our youtube channel yeah it's 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 difficult growing our channel but we hope we get there someday and also like us on our youtube platform we are on instagram we are on facebook and also we're on twitter for our listeners outside nigeria we are on twitter if you're in nigeria we are not on twitter or don't follow us on twitter the government has banned twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you tj any last words before you zoom off thanks a lot thank you for having me i really enjoyed myself it's been very fun and i look forward to joining having another chat and yeah. also to for the chelsea so I look forward to meeting with your colleague. Yeah, I'll hook you up with Chimamaka straight away. I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up straight away. That's not an issue. I'll hook you up with him. Thank you very much for your time on the football gist with Ahis Anthony. Thank you so much. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Lord.